0: Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? Um, this is Awesome to Show with the uh, seventh episode of the Going Deep podcast. Um, yeah, this has been just a great journey of, you know, so far, um, getting some into and other topics uh, regarding, you know, news and sports. And I hope to get to, to, to some more uh, religious topics topic soon. I haven't done uh, one in a while, maybe that'll be the <clears throat> one or two um, next ones that I'll do. Um, yeah, today um, I just wanted to, uh, yeah, dive into um, some more sports sports news in the world. As um, it's been kind of a been a been a shocker, um, you know, especially out of the like out of Kansas City. Um, it was announced that yesterday. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, who is a running back for the uh, um, New York Jets, um, and he uh, announced that um, he wanted to be released. Um, um, so after that, um, there's some wide speculation um, where he where he could have gone. Um, I believe it was if it, it was down to the, uh, the Miami Dolphins, the Kansas City Chiefs, um, and I think the Denver Broncos, or um, yeah. I think it was the, uh, yeah, yeah, there's one more team involved, but um, it's not coming to me at this moment. Um, but ultimately to, uh, today, um, it was, it's between the Miami Dolphins and the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, which, honestly, now that I look at it, it was it's, it's very surprising to me that um, yeah, along with yeah, Drew, Drew Williams, Thompson, and um, the the former uh, Oakland Raider DeAndre Washington. Although uh, DeAndre has not had a snap, uh, has not a, had a game snap with the uh, Kansas City Chiefs so far this season. Um, with the whole COVID situation, um, canceling the, uh, preseason, so he didn't get a chance to, uh, yeah, he didn't get a chance to, uh, prove, prove himself, um, and then and with the situation in Miami, um, it very much is a running back with, by committee with, uh, Miles Gaskin taking the lead there as of late, um, was also Matt Breda, um, and with that was that confident quarterback like Ryan Fitzpatrick? I believe he would have gotten a way better shot in Miami um, than he than he would have um, if he would have you know wanted wanted to start his career there. But he ultimately um, decided to come here to Kansas City. Um, and play with play here, and I firmly believe it had a lot to do, as he fir- firmly has stated. Although I'm um, looking to see a, an official um, response um, with that, um, but according to ESPN, Bell wanted to sign with a team that could win a Super Bowl this season, and he under- unsurprisingly believes the reigning champions would provide that place as. Um, a lot of people obviously have jokingly said that the Kansas City Chiefs can um, go back to back to back, um, like the old uh, LeBron James meme. Uh, not four, not five, not six, not seven, not eight. Um, I believe that firmly that Patrick Mahomes could be the one that could uh, deliver um, that for deliver that for the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, but yeah, I just want to, yeah, I want to get into some of the yes st- statistics um, for uh, Le'Veon Bell. He's he played for the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers for the first uh, five years of his career um, with the Pittsburgh Steelers, um, having three seasons of over 1,200 yards, and in 2014, um, he had 1,361 yards in all three three of those seasons, averaging um, just under five, or in two of the three seasons, averaging just over five yards yards to carry in 2014, 4.7 yards to carry, 2016, 4.9 yards to carry, and in 2017, 40 yards to carry. With eight, seven, and um, Mm. nine yards respectively, Um, and eight eight, or eight, seven, yeah, eight touchdowns, seven touchdowns, and nine touchdowns respectively in each of those seasons. So, and a lot of people are speculating um, what the reason was, um, for, um, yeah, for his departure as, um, as the, the chiefs were, 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 were definitely had a grunt on their face when they saw that he was leaving as, um, yeah, back in, um, back on 20, January 2015 to 2017, um, which was the, which was uh, the year before he left. Um, the Chiefs were in a divisional game with the Pittsburgh Steelers, um, in which the Pittsburgh Steelers ended up winning that game, 18 to 16, um, where um, the Chiefs scored a touchdown in the first, and then yeah, scored touchdown in the first and. I think he made a score a of in, in the, in the fourth as well Had six points in the fourth as, um, as yeah, they, they, they had two touchdowns. Um, so they had one in the fourth and one, one in the first and one in the second. Um, as it was a very low, low scoring game. Um, both defense was, defenses were very, uh, sharp. Um, but eventually the Pittsburgh Steelers, um, the Pittsburgh Steelers um, were able to, uh, yeah, salt that one away and meet the New England Patriots in the AFC Championship game. And obviously, we all know how that one went, the uh, Patriots in the winning going to um, that Super Bowl, um, facing off against the Rams um, in a very, very uh, boring Super Bowl. It was one one of the more uninteresting, Super Bowls that I have watched, um, but, but yeah, he, it was one of those where he was very, very, um, he was a very, uh, vocal part of, part of that offense as he had, as in that game specifically he had 30 carries for 170 yards, um, and just under six point yards a carry at 5.7, um, and even, um, Yeah, and even in uh, those five seasons, um, four of the five, or, yeah, four of the five, he had over uh, 200 200 carries, 250 carries outside of 2013 where he had 244. He had 244 carries in 2013, 290 in 2014, 113, um, i think he had to entered that year, so that's why it was the number that were down and then it was back up to two, 261 and then obviously in 2017 they thought they were gonna have him for a while and he was um the a humongous focal point in that offense at 321 carries um but even in that even in that um yeah even in that game, he had 30 carries for 170 yards for five touchdowns. And being alongside, alongside Antonio Brown and having a quarterback like Ben Roethlisberger, as they had, they didn't even have a touchdown in that game. Um, they were just had a bunch of field goals. As yeah, as Chris Boswell had a very, very good fantasy night, although fantasy the fantasy didn't count didn't count, um doesn't count in the playoffs. He was six for six. Um with a with a long of forty-five. Um so it was just a it was a very tough night for um Chiefs fans like myself to uh, to swallow, although you know Alex Smith didn't help him. Help, help out either was a 24-34 night, 172 yards. Um, with Spencer, where having a carries for 35 yards and a touchdown. And then Albert Wilson with two, carry, two receptions and three yards for a touchdown. Um, so yeah, it's just one of those where um, he really had a focal point in of the offense, and something that I think Chief fans are going to really like about Way Beyond Bell is he was a very um, smart, patient, um, patient, uh, um, slow, slow runner, and he really wait waits for the uh, waits for the opening to. Uh, to open up on on his line, and that's why he's able to get he's able to get these uh, r- ridiculous outstanding lines like 30 carries for 170 yards is because um, just like you know Tyreek and now uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is um, they don't look to make a play by themselves. They really trust their line. They really you know. Um, Want to make the best out of the, you know, the, what they've been given. And that's why um, he has been, you know, one of the um, biggest parts of, that's why he, that's why he was the number one running back consistently year after year after year is because of what he was able to to do on the ground. And, um, Yeah. Also, what also what he was able to do do, um, on the receiving end, uh, although it wasn't as consistent. um, His biggest shooter, biggest shooter, he had 85 receptions for 107 yards, which was also in 2017, his last year with the Pittsburgh Steelers. But he was also much more involved um, in New York as. He had six six receptions for seventy eight yards. Long was two hundred forty five yards on the ground and seven hundred eighty nine yards rushing. Um, As when he was when he was when he was with the uh, Jets, it was just one of those offenses that um, didn't really have an identity. Um, Adam Gase was the coach. He was, you know, he's been the long long call to be. You know, fired and, um, he just has made some questionable decisions, like with Bill O'Brien and the Houston Texans trading away other number one receiver by far, DeAndre Hopkins, for David Johnson and a couple other picks, I think. Um, but yeah, Adam Gase following in their, following in his put, footsteps, um, trading away his, um, all-Star Safety, Jamal Adams, and now um trading way, um, way beyond Bell, who who was obvi- who's obviously um was supposed to be the best the a very, very focal and best part of that offense. Um and then with um Sam Darnold being the running back there, um, yeah, with Sam Darnold being the uh Quarterback, there he he had a lot of promise last year, um, but it was just one of those things that Adam Gase just his his system that he put him in just put him in a lot of tough decisions, and um, yeah, it wasn't he just wasn't the quarterback that he that everyone um, thought he was going to be, um, and a lot of that has to do with just point calling. As nobody thought that Patrick Mahomes would be the quarterback that he that he um, that he has turned into, um, and a lot of that is owed to uh, Alex Smith, who um, also, by the way, made his first um, made made his first got his first action again on the field after uh, 17 months. Or, Yeah, I was like 15 to 17 months off with uh, 17 surgeries involved. It was a very big ordeal, Um, so I was glad to see him back on the field. Um, But that's why Patrick Holmes was able to have the success that he has had, um, learning under Smith and Smith being willing to uh, be under his wing and and be able to to teach him, pay dividends, and that's why he's the quarterback that he is. Um, but it does help that he has, you know, the guys around him to make, you know, make him be better than he is. Um, As, you know, with Tyreek Hill and Sammy Watkins and Nicole Hardman, um, it's just a a sight sight to see. Um, And, yeah, just going back to, you know, what he'll face in Kansas City, um, obviously, um, Clyde Wood, Edward Solaire, um was the uh, was a f- first round pick, uh, number twenty three, I believe. Um, and you know, and in this season, he's in his first rookie season. He had five. He's played in five all five games. was eighty one attempts for three hundred forty four yards for. Four point two yards to carry for one touchdown, um, and uh, with a long of twenty seven yards um, and four, 14 first downs, um, a lot of people were very uh, you know high high on the kid after his first uh, game against the Houston section. He had twenty five uh, carries for one hundred thirty eight yards. Um, and that had a lot to do with the uh, the defense of Houston Texans more than you know him, as Houston has been is very prone to uh, give up the run as as is Kansas City as Duke Johnson had over 100, 100 yards in that game as well. And since then, he's very he's been very down and um yeah very very down and um. Yeah, had a very down year, and and just hasn't hasn't been the same as um, he what he was. Yeah, just that wasn't the same that he was back when he w- was with Arizona, and again like DeAndre Hopkins and Le'Veon Bell when he was with the Pittsburgh Steelers, he's a RB one and very very well well respected and um, but. You know, Brett Beach and company are putting a lot of hope in um, yeah, well, a lot of hope and they do, uh, quite Edward Sawyer as, you know, um, as we saw in 2017 with Patrick Holmes being, them trading up from the 20 23rd, 22nd or 23rd pick to, the 10th pick to grab them. They obviously, um. Saw something in them, in, in him to uh, make him be um, the fr- their friend, make him be their franchise quarterback. Um, as they also see in Clyde, uh, as they got him with the thirty-second pick in the first round. Um, which there hasn't, which there hasn't, which I mean they got um, Darwin Thompson in last year's draft and. also getting down to Anthony Thomas in 2014 but they haven't really had a guy like a guy like him that they really have believed in since Jamal Jamal Charles back in um, 2008 and we all know how that has gone with um, him uh, having 1,407 attempts for 7,560 yards with With 44 touchdowns and also having 310 receptions for 2,593 yards and 20 touchdowns um, from Texas. Funny that Ma Charles is from Texas and um, yeah, Patrick Holmes was from um, Texas Tech. And then obviously Clyde Edwards Hilaire um, is from LSU. So really hitting the the, southern states hard um but yeah so this is a this is the kid they obviously really believe in um and that's just that's it's not a not a shock as you know um as as we see with you know how he played in the first game and beyond then beyond them um yeah just as a yeah, he's been very, just very, you know, patient runner, and um, he's one of those guys that, that um, like I mentioned before, with Le'Veon Bell, he can, you know, catch passes out of the backfield, too, and especially in a pass-first offense that's really, you know, needed. And um, I think one of the reasons that the Chiefs could have considered Le'Veon Bell as Accolades aside, um, obviously he is, has a right to be on an offense, and he is—he has more than proven um, as he's also a three-time Pro Bowler. He's also he's very, very capable and proven um, to be the guy that um, can lead an offense. And I firmly believe if we chose Miami, that they—that they would have. Uh, Rode him, rode him out um, the rest of the season as they're running back. Um, just like Mike Davis is, you know, the RB1 for Christian McCaffrey. Um, big shoes to go there, but they obviously believe in the guy and he is, proven to be good. Um, but yeah, I believe if Lee Van Bell Bell chose, chose uh, Miami, um, he would definitely not be over Miles Gaskin or Matt Breida, although Matt Breida was... In a running back by committee with Jericho McKinnon in 2018 um, before McKinnon towards ACL, and then in 2019, um, officially in the in committee with who he acquired acquisition, Kevin Coleman. In the offense with um, the uh, San Francisco 49ers um, and did quite well with them. Um, but I believe that if he was, but if, if that if um, Levy Bell was in the offense. You would have total and complete reigns of that offense. Um, but I think again, as he has firmly stated, uh, that he want he wanted a championship, and uh, that is that he believed that um, the that, that Kansas City was the only the only place that could uh, give him that give him that wish. Um, as you know, he's had a very, uh, tumultuous, uh, career so far, um, with, you know, drama and drama and things about as, you know, his first five seasons and first five seasons in Pittsburgh, he had Big Ben, um, himself and Antonia Brown and, um, yeah, guys like Jesse Jesse James and um, James Harrison and Ryan Shazier, Ch- who um, sat, sadly is retired from the game of football um, because of his uh, cancer um, di- diagnosis. Is a very sad situation. Who's uh, one of one of the gre- greatest? I uh, want to say, well, yeah, one of the greatest safeties um, that um the uh, game game is had and um yeah so with guys like that on offense and defense um maybe on Bell that have did have the keys to win a uh, win a title there um it just between you know the play calling and you know, with, uh, Mike Tomlin being head coach, um, still not really sold on, you know, what he has brought to the team and what he can offer. Um, it just didn't happen for, uh, way beyond And, you know, as we saw late last, last year, um, and Sonia Brown was, you know, demanding, um, some more stuff, and he didn't. He didn't think that he was, you know, being respected enough, and that really caused some friction between the team, between the, all of the team, and that is why, you know, um, we saw him eventually leave and was out of football for a while. Um, eventually, you know, was with the uh, New England Patriots, and then obviously um, didn't make on didn't make it that long, and now he's still a free agent. Um, but also, um, Le'Veon Bell was, you know, again, considered, you know, a top five back, wanted, you know, wanted, wanted lots and lots of money. And um, and that is why, again, he wanted to, that is another reason why he wanted out um, at Pittsburgh, I guess, because, of the, uh, salary cap, and they're only really, they, uh, tagged him once, and then, uh, they, are gonna tag him, tag him again, um, but he said that he wanted out of, he wanted out of that situation, and, um, right, rightly so, I mean, the guy, you know, yeah, right right rightly so. I mean, if you've a guy that that stature as we've seen with Patrick Mahomes obviously was you know, as a quarterback, um you've a lot you've, there's a lot more cer- certainty there um with injury as you know, although last year he had a little leg scare that sidelined him um for a couple of games with, you know, Matt Moore coming in to believe him and relieve, relieve him well, but then he came back and finished out the season and interrupted to a title. Um, so obviously that didn't harm him too much. Uh, but we've seen guys, like, even this year with – we've seen guys even this year with, you know, Christian McCaffrey and um, Nick Chubb and um, – Yeah, just guys all over the league um, at asking for these these big contracts, but they're, you know, just not um, j- just not um, up to snuff on what they, they they say say that they are. As you know, it'll be interesting to see how when um, yeah, how when Christian McCaffrey comes back, he's obviously gonna retake the uh, positioning there and retake the uh, number one position obviously because even at Stanford he was clearing away the best player on the team. Um was Mike Davis, you know, insisting racking racking up hundred yard games. It'll be interesting to see how um, how he comes back and you know He'll contribute. I don't know. I'll be seeing, have to see if, um, when his new contract is up, if he will be um, able to get more money or not because of the emergence of Mike Davis and how well he is, um, how well he is, I guess, the offense. Um, just like, you know, with the um, new uh, fresh uh Fresh blood and quite, quite player Eighty-one inches for three hundred forty, forty yards, um, which is only you know one hundred and fifty U.S. yards than, um, than Damian Williams had in um, his season last year. Um, but you can say that um, you know some of those, uh, some some of those those touches were taken away from you know the tight end position with Travis Kelsey within 36 targets and 97 receptions for 1,229 yards, and then Tyler Kill 89 targets for 58 receptions and 860 yards and seven touchdowns. Travis Kelsey had five touchdowns. Um, so you can say both those guys, um, you know, took some of those carries away from um, Damian, Damian Williams. Um, but you know, I think that's you know one of the reasons why the Chiefs you know wanted him here is because of you know you know just be just because of you know what he's able able to do. He's not a barn burner burner uh, running back who's just gonna you know run between the tackles every. Replay, um, he's gonna, you know, um, you know, receive the ball as well. Um, although it was, it wasn't much as you know the likes of Sammy Watkins, Tyreek Hill, and you know Travis Kelsey. Um, There's a big downtick there, but he, I mean, he, I mean, he had two less. Re- he had two or less receptions in Demarcus Robinson, and although uh, eighteen less targets, uh, was two hundred thirteen yards. So um, now then four more uh, receptions in Michael uh, Hardman, Hardman and um, on just uh, four less targets. So I, I mean, the the yards weren't weren't there because he's not a wide receiver. Um, and obviously he, it's, that's not, you know, his, ma- his main strength, his main strength is running, but he is a guy that um, did both. And that's what made, that's what made the Chiefs so formidable is they had guys that could, that could, that could run, that could, you know, catch pass, passes. And that's what made him so unpredictable as you never knew what they were going to Gonna do, um, and you know, um, you know, and, and then obviously to top it off with Harrison Butker with the uh, with um, doing the field goals. It just last year was a team that just no one could, no one could get good game plan for because they had players that could do, yeah, just so much and. You know, back to way beyond Bell, um, he's, a, he's a guy that can, you know, do that as well. And even, you know, possibly on a greater sc- scale, again, like I said, um, 85 receptions, 75 receptions. Um, in 2014, 83 receptions, 2013, 43, five receptions, and even 25 even 2015, you know, 24 receptions on 66 targets, 105 targets, 66 targets in 2013, 105 targets in 2014, 26 targets in 2015. But then that was, you know, upticked in 2016, 2017 was 94 targets in 107 targets respectively um it's just something that you know bell can really bring to the offense to the offense in in kansas city and he's done it his own whole career from 2013 to 2017 no running back has had more receptions 312 targets 397 and receiving yards 2660 than bell and also um, Bell totaled 7,997 yards from scrimmage in 2013 to 2017, his first five NFL seasons, and only with Sean McCoy, also a former Chiefs back, who had 8,016 yards from scrimmage, the only running back in the NFL from 2013 to 2017 to have more yards from scrimmage than Le'Veon Bell. But... You know, and that's and it, and it's something that and um, Le'Veon Bell's three years with the Michigan State Spartans and from 2010 to 2012, his his big year in re- receiving uh, was in 2011, um, but then in 2000, 2012 he had um, he had um, exactly 200 more attempts rushing um, than he than he did in 2011. As in um, 2010, he had 605 yards rushing, and then 2011, he had 948, and then 2012, he had seven hundred seven, 1,793 yards rushing, um, with 97 yards receiving in 2010, 267 yards in 2011, 167 yards in 2012. Um, so... It was, so he had, he had a little less a little, little downtick in um two thousand twelve as uh, regards to, rec- to receiving um with uh Kirk cousins or, or no uh, andrew maxwell's the was yeah a year a couple years uh before that um as andrew maxwell was um, the one taking the bulk of the uh, attempts there and 2012. Yeah, so Kirk, yeah, Kirk Cousins' uh, last year was uh, um, Le'Veon Bell's um, junior, uh, junior year, or sophomore year, as um, he had 267 completions on 419 attempts, um, and Le'Veon Bell just outpaced Edwin Baker, who is it was the other running back um, they had there? Who was taken in the seventh round, 250 overall, to the of the 20, 2012 NFL draft to the San Diego Chargers. Um, but yeah, uh, Le'Veon Bell in the the second year, 182 yards for 948 yards. Comparing that to the previous year, um, Edwin Baker actually outpaced him um, by 100 attempts for 1,201 yards, and Le'Veon Bell only had a 107 for 605 yards rushing um, to go along with 11 receptions for 97 yards receiving. Um, 8 touchdowns rushing, no touchdown receiving. But, yeah, he's, a, he's, a, he's just one of those guys where teams fear him because he's very good at, you know, wait, waiting his turn uh, waiting for the holes to open up and that's why he has had you know th- those three seasons with Pittsburgh over a thousand yards because you know he when other players would have gone down he still you know keeps going up and that just you know says a lot about who he is you know as a as a as a runner. He never he never gives up and I think that's something that Brett Beach and the company is really gonna you know, like and what Chiefs Chief fans are really going to like about him as well it's just his his uh, mentality to never give up as having that bulldog mentality um as you know some of the players in other sports have been coined to have mm-hmm. that same mentality as you know just mm-hmm. never giving up having the eyes and the prize and that's exactly um what they're going to get in Le'Veon mm-hmm. bell and it'll just be interesting to see how Clyde edwards player and Le'Veon Bell split carries, as, I, I, as it has been reported due to the uh, COVID-19 protocol. Um, Le'Veon Bell will not play, and as despite signing with Kansas, Bell cannot play on Monday. It is under the new NFL's COVID-19 rules, new players must have five days of testing before they are allowed to join their team. Um, so, Chiefs fans can. Can't expect more of the same um, with Clyde Clyde Edwards Square, you know, taking the bulk of the carries. And um, next week, things get a little more interesting as um, Mm -hmm. cheese fans are, you know, calling for Le'Veon Bell to have maybe 12 to 15 15 touches um, per per game. We'll, We'll see. What what is yeah we'll we'll just see what yeah what he looks like in the offensive side of the ball Um, yeah when he when he gets the the, uh, next week game but yeah I just want to thank all you all you guys for yeah tuning tuning in this week's podcast Um, once again this is Austin Fitzgerald with the uh, Going Deep podcast and yeah I just want to thank you guys for all your consistent listening and. Yeah, as always, I hope you guys have a blessed and safe week with this uh, COVID 19 pandemic still uh, coming. And yeah, that you guys just just all be safe and well and doing all the things that you do on your weeks. And yeah, just hope we can continue to have football and sports as I know a lot of you guys are, you know, waiting for that. And yeah, as always, um, thank you guys for all your support. And yeah, I will see you guys. Um, on the flip side with the next episode coming up soon so yeah thanks guys